I think that was like a really fun point, like just in our sisterhood too. another episode of Booted Sisters. I'm Sarah and I'll be joined by my sister Rachel. In today's episode, we do something we've talked about since the beginning of the podcast and we recap an old trip that we took together years ago. So I'll just let the episode speak for itself. We get fully into all the details. Um, This is a trip we took in 2017 to Germany and Austria. So you'll hear all about it. As usual, we'll be posting some pictures to accompany the episode. Definitely pay attention to our Instagram for this one because there's kind of a lot. Um, We've also been saving some highlights to our Instagram of any stories that we post that are super relevant to episodes. So feel free to check those out if you are listening late and maybe miss something. But uh, yeah, without further ado, please enjoy the episode. Hello. Hi, how's it going? Good. Um, Okay, so let's just get right into it because you and I... We are doing a special episode this week, which we just decided was perfect timing because we both had exceptionally boring weeks, so Mm -hmm. nothing to recap anyway. Today, we're going to debrief our Germany and Salz, or wait, (laughs) yeah, Germany and Austria trip um, from several years ago. So that's what we're going to do here, and we're both just kind of refreshing our memory. So we've talked about doing this episode for a while, and I know you and I were both planning on doing some like prep and memory refresh for it. And I'm curious what that has looked like. So do you want to just explain what you've done (laughs) to prep for this, Rachel? Yeah. So we made a point of journaling on our our trips that we've taken together. Um, And I went back and read the journal we had there. um, And I tried to think of some of the format, you know, our usual questions. I answered those questions based off of like the memories that I brought back with the journal and just some of the stuff the journal itself said. Um, I meant to go back and look at the photo album, but I actually didn't. Um, so that would have been another one. But I think we we did a pretty good job of, of capturing some of the good like food activities and highlights uh, in the journal. So I, I used that. Okay, so... You are giving me too much credit because you're saying we made a point to take notes, which is great. Uh, Very kind of you to say, but it's not true. You're the one who took any notes. Um, We've talked before about how we're terrible at journaling. This is like (laughs) somewhat of an exception. Like you've done a good job of at least taking some notes when we've traveled before. So this is one of those examples, which we're lucky to have. Sorry, not to cut you off, but this is a skill that has severely (laughs) atrophied uh, because I am desensitized to the sensation of being abroad. So I was really good for the first handful of trips I took outside of the United States because I was still based in the United States. And these were big trips that we planned for, spent money on and like really like put a lot of thought and effort into. So I was like, I'm going to document it. But since since I moved outside of the United States, I really have not done a good job of journaling for any of the countries that I've been to. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a good call out because that's gets back to like, it's not just a vague we're bad about journaling, but it's a like, you've been worse in the past few years about like, being dramatic about trips, <laughs> you know? 
And so that's part of where the inspiration for this podcast came from for in my head. It's like, oh, we're both terrible at journaling, but it's a little deeper <laughs> yeah. than that. Like you just said, so, uh, yeah. that's a good, point. there's, this was like the one journaling I, I had done and now I've lost it. So <laughs> podcast is yeah, desperately needed. Yeah. Um, okay. So you like made sure you like resent me the link. I think we probably had this as a Google doc that we both had access to anyway, but you sent me the link last week to the journal. I didn't open it or read it because on purpose kind of, because I was like, I like it. I like yeah. It. I was kind of like, you know what? She's going to have some memories sparked. And I know, I don't know if you agree with me on this. I think you have a better memory than I do. And I, when it comes to like details of stories and stuff. And so I think that this will allow for me to have some, I've definitely been reflecting on it separately. Yeah. Um, so I think I have had a few memories come back to me versus like, if we just like randomly had this conversation, but yeah, I did not look through the journal. So I think you're That's a little bit fun. better equipped with some details. I did yeah. look through, we're going to get into this, but we have an Excel with like a lot of the logistics that we planned. Did you look through that? Um, only very briefly. Okay. I have looked through that, um, which is part of where some memories have come back. It's, it's yeah. not as detailed as like, yeah, it, journal, it was, yeah, it but was like it does have a lot until we started. Yeah. To get yeah. It was more for the planning as much. Yeah. Um, I will say like at this point in my life, one of the universal truths that I find is that everyone thinks their memory is the worst in whatever group, <laughs> right? Everyone thinks somebody else has a better memory. Like no one really sits back and says like, I have a really good memory. So it's funny to hear you say like, oh my God, you have such a better memory. And it's like, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, all I see are the things that I forget. I think you're right. I think that's a good way of putting it. I think most people I think have good memories, think that they have bad memories and are surprised when I say that I think they have good memories. Do you think I have a good memory? <laughs> I think, yeah, no, I think that's what's fun about this. Uh, yeah. That, like we both bring different things to the table. Like there are details that I slipped off and yeah, you have. And like, so it's like, it, it feels like, wow, yeah, she, I can't believe she remembered <laughs> that. And you're like, whoa, I can't believe she remembered that. Like, I yeah. think it's like the fun part is the bringing it together. Cause there's no way one person has all the details. On yeah, of course. Story. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that it's like an objective truth that I have like a a worse than average memory. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that like that's simply true. I know that I, I agree with what you're saying that everyone thinks that about themselves, but I'm pretty sure that's true for me. <laughs> there are some things come- that are just embarrassing that I don't remember. Um I think but- it's on the next Insta story poll. Who's <laughs> got the better memory? <laughs> yeah. Um okay. One more thing about the memory thing. Um, okay. and I'll have future Sarah come in and confirm this maybe or uh we'll get a guest recording or something, but I think Sam openly says that she has a good memory. I think that she, okay. Yeah. I think she's the, she's the only person I can think of that really says that about themselves, but I'm pretty sure she says that she, it is true. Yeah. She has a she really crazy memory. memory. She like, like, I'm pretty sure you were six months old for this event that <laughs> you're describing. <laughs> she like beats herself up because she doesn't remember. I think it's her third birthday. <laughs> oh boy. What? <laughs> And she it like stresses her out that she can't remember it. And obviously you nobody only- else can remember it. Like what I have no idea. What you know why I remember was. my third birthday? You? Yeah. <laughs> Mom and dad threw a surprise birthday party for a three-year-old. Oh, that's so bad. Yeah, there's this picture of me like 
just kind of like turning into dad, like away from a crowd of people. Because <laughs> mom and dad, they're like, oh, let's throw a, a surprise party. It'd be so fun. A surprise party for our daughter. And they forgot that I was turning three. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Future Sarah here. Okay, so two facts to check. First, I called Sam and I'm going to insert some audio of her saying her piece about what she feels about her memory. Do you have a good memory? I've been told so. Do you think you do? I think I have a fine memory. I don't feel like it's impeccable. Okay, because my claim was that you thought you that you claimed to have a good memory, but it sounds like maybe I was emphasis like I was well, being dramatic. <laughs> yeah, I would say I have a good memory. I wouldn't say I have like an insane like I don't have like a photographic or like insane right okay I would say I have a good memory okay like most people are like oh I have a terrible memory but you don't say that about yourself (laughs) I definitely do not have a terrible memory okay um and then isn't there like one birthday that you are mad that you don't remember (laughs) four (laughs) okay any memories that I can pinpoint at four years old I'm, I'm sure I do but like I don't remember it as specifically being four but I remember I have a like a couple memories from being two. I have a couple memories from being two. I don't have any that I can pinpoint as four. Okay. All right, and secondly, I called our mom to confirm Rachel's surprise party details, and it turns out Rachel was turning four as well. So both of those facts were mistakenly three, but actually four. Yeah, I don't have super specific. I guess I was envisioning maybe for this, we kind of walk through like day by day. Do you think based on the journal, that would be good? And just we we just talk about like maybe give some basics on the trip. Yeah. I've looked at pictures from these trips, like this one and others, uh, pretty frequently. Like I think anything we have pictures of, I can picture, I can, it definitely stands yeah. out in my mind. I also, um, some people will remember this. I'm trying to track it down. I think I have a screen recording, but on my personal Instagram, before I made the dramatic switch to have only a bread Instagram in 2020, I created my bread, actually even more deep cut. It was a books and bread. It was a bookstagram breadstagram (laughs) that I created in 2020. And I still had my personal Instagram. And then I eventually deleted that. But back in the day, way before the breadstagram, I created highlights of past trips I had taken on my personal Instagram. Um, and so that was a little bit of a form of like journaling and reflection that I did, but that was back in like 2019, I think. And so even that it's been a while, but I did some reflecting on that, but those were pretty much all based on things we had pictures of. So I definitely have some gaps. Well, and that's nice because like, like we said, the, the two main efforts have been the journal and pictures on the trips that we've taken together. So if I read the journal and you looked at pictures, exactly, kind of yeah, way to go through it, exactly, yeah. yeah. Also, we could be better with pictures. There's, I, I would be so impressed by anybody who has figured out the perfect sweet spot of taking enough pictures of an experience that it captures a yeah. lot and helps you remember but doesn't take away from like living in the moment. And you and I definitely veer towards the living in the moment, not taking enough pictures. I've been that way probably since I turned like 20. (laughs) Um, And it was like a switch from like being in high school and trying to take pictures all the time and anything younger than that. (laughs) And so (laughs) I've never, I've gotten so much worse over the years too. Like I only get worse and worse. So I'm trying, I'm always trying to get better on trips, especially, but we definitely have not enough pictures, I would say. 
especially of the two of us together. We're pretty bad. About yeah. That. Yeah. We've taken some selfies. We, we definitely like ask people to take pictures of us every once in a while, but not enough. It's just, it's hard. Yeah. And we're not influencers. So we're not good at that. <laughs> definitely one of those, like we've been, we've been left in the gap between millennial and Gen Z kind of things. Oh gosh. That is another concept we could talk about for a million hours, but let's start talking about the trip before I go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Change about that. Um, okay. So I have up the spreadsheet of the details. So I'm thinking I'll give like a brief overview of like where we were when that kind of stuff. And then we can get sure. into the day by day if that sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so let's, let's talk about where we were at in life. Like, yes, I was about a year into living in Florida. A year, almost a year and a half out of college. Yeah. And I was in my senior year of college. Um, and this trip was, we took it over my winter break. So it was December of 2017. And we took it like basically around Christmas time so that you could get off work and I was off school. Yeah. Also a fun detail that I'll always remember about this um, and part of why this spreadsheet exists in the way that it does, which we'll get more into the spreadsheets eventually. I can talk about it a lot, (laughs) but I was working a job my senior year. It's like the best job I've ever had. I wish I could do this as a career. I was working a job at my college where part of my job responsibilities were to work a reception desk in our gym during that was, I worked a lot of hours too. I had a lot of coworkers and we could all take as many like reception hours as like, you know, we were splitting it up and I kind of would take a lot of them. So I spent a lot of time sitting at this like reception desk. It was great because it was in, it was like the wellness center in our gym that was kind of out of the way and people didn't know it existed because it was new. Um, and it was literally just this room where like people only came in if they had like this is so bougie, but you could come in if you had a massage appointment because we had massage like therapy back there. Or oh um, if you were coming for like PT and like, so the only people who like knew they had appointments for things would come back there. And it took me like two seconds to check them in and stuff. That was like all I had to do. And we had massage chairs in the room. So it was like a really good hack for people who knew that office existed because anybody could walk in and sit in a massage chair as long as they were comfortable with me sitting there facing towards them, which I'm assuming they thought I was watching them. Obviously I wouldn't do that, but I would think that (laughs) if I were in their position. Anyway, I was allowed to just do personal things on the computer at this reception desk. I was not allowed to do homework if it meant pulling stuff out of my backpack and having things on the desk. All I was allowed to do was anything on the computer. <laughs> so it was a really great job <laughs> a very and a great use of time. It was, well, it makes sense because you kind of, you look like you're relevantly busy if you're on a computer <laughs> versus Plausible like doing homework. Just looks, yeah. <laughs> um, again, like they didn't, they specifically told us we could do whatever we wanted on the computer. So um, I planned I planned a lot of this trip and did lots of research for this trip during my work hours at that job in like my fall semester. Much, much like the podcast now, this was an example of, I just mooch off the work that you're doing <laughs> and come in after like all the like, work is done and make, you know, put in my input after all the information you gathered. Yeah. I mean, you definitely would like, I would fill in the like activity ideas and stuff like that and like timeline and things like that. Like I would, I would be doing a lot of boring research on like flights and what timelines make sense and Airbnbs and stuff like that. But you helped with a lot of, you would text me ideas for like activities, which like, I feel like that's always been a good balance where it's like you do some of the other research around like what's around what museums and stuff like that. So we definitely did work together. I just did a lot of the tippity tappity typing things in logistical stuff during my, uh, during my day job, which was the best. 
Um, an industry term, <laughs> tippity tappity. <laughs> tippity tappity, yeah. Remote working. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's that is what it's formally called. Um, okay, so that's the like life phase time period. Again, it was December 2017. This was kind of wild because it was honestly a very short trip. So we flew out. Um, we did like a red eye flight uh out of the DC area in the evening on Monday, December 18th to Germany. And we got back to, <laughs> to DC area a, on Sunday, December 24th. So it was less than a week. It was about five days, I guess. One, yeah. Two, th- yeah. Five full days, two days with flights or no, not even five. Yeah. About five days total. Exactly. <laughs> and sorry, I'm like looking at some of the random little details in the timeline, but I just remember being really stressed out at the like customs uh, check-in because they're like how many days you're going to be here and I couldn't figure it out <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah we're like I don't, I don't know and it's like yeah you you're there like first thing in the morning but like overnight from a flight it's so stressful and confusing um but yeah so we we got home on Christmas Eve like in the evening um which was bold of us to do but this was what we could do and we did it and it this was definitely like I think if you and I were to take trips like this well, I don't know. It just all depends on life phase and what kind of time you can get off of things. It's not impossible that something this jam-packed would happen again for us, but this was what it was. Like these were our options and Peru will be, will sound familiar too when we debrief that trip, but that's what we just decided we wanted to travel at this time period. And this is what we could do based on time off. So, uh, it was great. We didn't sacrificed Christmas with our family, but we jet lagged and arrived on Christmas Eve, probably after dinner. I mean, so it's not like we didn't make sacrifices. Okay. So that's like the, the bookends timeframe. It was five days leading up to getting home on Christmas Eve. I'll just add while we're talking about the planning phase, we knew that the time period we were going to have was going to be winter. And that's kind of what shaped our choice of where to go. Uh, We wanted something where we could really like have a winter-based experience. And we're like, let's go look at castles and Christmas markets. Um, And that's really what led us to Munich and Salzburg. Yes. Great addition. That's also, I will say, I think that's kind of where you came in more too. I remember when we, I think the beginning was us just being like, let's take a trip this December and then brainstorming options. And I'm, you definitely were the one to be like German Christmas markets. I was like, what's that? Okay, cool. Like, so I, I definitely remember that being like you taking the lead on some of the the big basics of like why we should go where we're going. I guess you could say you're the day-to-day manager and I'm more of a big picture kind of manager. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we, we got to Munich. That's where we were like mainly basing. We flew into Munich and then we we went to Salzburg in kind of the middle. And then we went, we went Munich, Salzburg, back to Munich, back to Virginia. So we'll, we'll now break it down day to day, I guess. Do you want to take over? Do you remember when we got to Munich? Yeah. So, um, definitely remember being tired. We did do a lap in the city before going out to our Airbnb. We like purposely selected an Airbnb that was kind of like 20, 30 minute train ride out, uh, into a little burby neighborhood because we we wanted to experience that and because it was so easy to take the train and get around oh my gosh we trained (laughs) into the city from the airport uh and then we walked around a little bit and kind of got like our first look at the main city center in munich yeah i remember rolling our um suitcases around exactly yeah while we were walking Uh, which is like 
classic, obviously things that you do while traveling, but boy, did I have a lot of patience for that. And I recently upgraded my suitcase and I just have no idea how I used to do that with that older suitcase. <laughs> it, it will take a lot to convince me to ever take a trip like this with more than a backpack. Like, oh my I gosh. Can't even. Yeah, I had it. You're bags. right. Sorry. I had a suitcase. You had a backpack. This is also, yeah. this is the first time we did this, which is now a rule I really will swear by. Um, hard to say I currently swear by it because I haven't been traveling internationally, but we flew United. A lot of airlines, when you fly internationally, will give you a check bag along with your ticket. Like it was free to check a bag. Neither of us checked a bag. We did carry on, which made sense for the time period. It's not that crazy to do just to carry on for less than a week, but I am so glad we did that. It is so oh, nice yeah. not to have two suitcases each that we were lugging around basically. So you're going to lose at the airport anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we did a lap around in the city, um, and started to see like where the markets were and where kind of the main attractions were. Uh, and I think this is when we got our first pretzel, which was, oh, I don't remember that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. All I remember was lapping around and just like, I should have glued my eyes open. I was so tired. I was like, stay awake, stay awake, walk around, stay awake, walk around, stay awake. We got this. We, so we, we stopped at a cafe and we ordered tea and pretzels. And I think we were marked like, oh, we expected these big pretzels to be kind of warm, whatever. That's just how this cafe serves them, which we would soon discover was not just that cafe, the whole city, (laughs) room temperature, soft pretzels, the the heating of the pretzels in American invention. Yeah. And I think a good one, I'm going to say it. (laughs) Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm team heated pretzel. But yeah, so we stopped at the cafe and we're like, all right, now we can check into our Airbnb. I think we were just kind of waiting until we could check in. And that's when we got the quick train out. For sure. Because it must have been like 9 a.m. at the latest that we had arrived into the city. Yes. Yeah. So we went out to the neighborhood and we were going to drop off our bags, kind of regroup a bit and then come back into the city for dinner. It was a cute neighborhood. You remember like the neighborhood we we got where we were staying? Yeah, yeah, the the house we were stayed at. So uh, cute. Yeah, um, big, tall, slanted roofs, mm-hmm. presumably so like snow wouldn't accumulate, but like uh, kind of a frame type. Um, yeah, looked so German. <laughs> and I one of the things that that stuck out to me that was like it was you know the week before Christmas there wasn't a ton of like Christmas lights or certainly not like inflatables or that kind of stuff, but they did have like, (laughs) there's this star that seemed to be like the big external Christmas decoration that houses would do. It was like a, it was like a North star and pretty much every house had one. Um, There would be like different colors, but just like a big star that they would mount outside. Um, And then a lot of them would do like, you know, put the Christmas tree near the windows so you could see it, that kind of stuff, but not a lot of like Christmas decorations outside. Inflatables in that setting would have been like a jump scare. I can't even picture that. Oh God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, just a quick pause on this though, because you just explained a minute ago the like we specifically picked a place that wasn't in the middle of the city because we knew we could be like, we knew the transportation was good and we could get out there easily. And we were like interested in seeing more um, by staying out in like in the outskirts of the city, I guess it it wasn't like suburbs style or anything quite like that, but almost, I don't know. But 
we made that decision because we liked the place on Airbnb and it was a really good deal. I definitely think it was pretty cheap Airbnb, which made sense based on certainly my phase of life. But <laughs> yeah. I just think that was such a good decision on our part. Like, I, I think it was like slightly bold of us. We knew we were picking something out, out of the way, but we knew we could handle it. And I just like, I'm so glad we stayed where we stayed. Or do you feel the same? Like, do you feel like you would do it differently? 100%. No, no, I, I really liked it. You know, we could have just stayed in normal hotels or something like that. But um, it was really fun to like get a little sense of where people would live and commute to the city. I wrote and down And we literally that, saw commuters. Like we would get yeah. on the train with commuters and it was just like, I thought we it was cool. We got routine, we have, like going We did, yeah. 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 And I we just wouldn't have gotten that type of feel. And like, to spend five days somewhere and feel like you got like the tiniest little taste of if you lived in the outskirts of that city is like a very special experience. That's that's not something I've gotten most of my travels. No, that's for sure. Um, And especially during a five day trip. (laughs) Yeah, Um, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. We went back into the the, uh, city for our first dinner, our first couple Munich beers. Something that stands out to me is that we were definitely eating a lot of meat. that's true. Which and makes yeah, sense for going to Germany. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, I don't think either of us had, had really stopped eating meat at that point. Yeah. We did take a nap in the Airbnb before. Oh, for sure. I yeah, I remember yeah. being like, I can't not nap, but we have to just nap. Like, I yeah. think we, I think we played it pretty well for that. Like yeah. I, I, th- and I think that was really the only day we were jet lagged. Like, I think we, we handled that. Okay. I feel like the next Yeah. It was okay. just like the fact that we'd been on a flight. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember from the restaurant that you're talking about, first of all, that restaurant was, I remember it having great vibes. Like I think we were tired and stuff, but we were really excited for our first dinner and it had really good vibes. And I remember we both ordered the same beer and we like rehearsed saying it. (laughs) I just remember we said it back and forth to each other like five times, which is so funny that we like got the same beer and did that. Like we could have at least gotten different ones, but I think we just knew what we wanted. I have pictures of each of us. We took a picture of each other. Like we have pictures of each of us with that beer. So we can post that. (laughs) Yeah. But that was great. And then we went back to the uh, Airbnb. Uh, Also, sorry, one other point about that day, but also bled into everything else was we didn't have phone plans and we took screenshots of directions for everything. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So I remember like this we took our nap at Airbnb and then we were like, where are we going? What's the, yeah. <laughs> what, like, what's the restaurant? What's the address? And I, I probably honestly still have deep in my screenshots somewhere, like step-by-step directions of how to get everywhere <laughs> that we went. That would be hilarious. Um, yeah. A lot of like pre-downloading Google maps and um, this is, I, I will say that this was the origin of, of loving uh, Lonely Planet travel books is that a lot of them have little city maps um, and it's like something in your hands that can help guide you when you don't have an international phone plan, which is crazy yeah. to think about. Wow. I feel so yeah. greedy now. <laughs> I I don't know what I'll do for future international trips because I've never had an international phone plan, but I've never really traveled internationally as an adult. Like I barely, and like, so I don't know. They're not that expensive though. So. No, they're really not. Anyway, okay, Munich. So that's day one. <laughs> <laughs> so our first full day there, we really, uh, we really hit the markets and the markets are kind of centered around a lot of the um, churches and landmarks that people would want to see in Munich city center. So we did the walking tour that was in our travel book. 
um, which lonely really took planet. us through. Yeah, lonely planet. We won't even oh. be vague. We, we know. Everyone knows. <laughs> it was in oh. like a travel book that we had. Can't remember. <laughs> that brand of brand. And that one definitely took us to some of the best churches. And I is that when we went up in the tower too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Peter Skirch, which I'm not good at saying the word for church, but Skirch, Skirche. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even remember uh, trying. I just remember yeah. using my student ID to get a cheaper ticket up there. That's true. Um, and I think you did too. <laughs> Peters. Yep, yep. I still had um, an expired student ID. Yours didn't have an expiration date on it though, I don't think. Wow, that's a detail I did not remember. But. <laughs> I just remember being like, this worked out so perfectly because I'm a student and I'm not lying and you're lying, but there's no way to trace it. So this is there's great. Not, yeah. As if I think we're twins care. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely remembered that view from, so we, in, in one of the churches, we climbed all the way up and it just really overlooked everything. Um, the other thing about that walking tour that stands out is like some of them had definitely been rebuilt after World War II. Munich got fairly heavily bombed and- there were some of the churches, especially that we went to have, you know, in the many decades since then been rebuilt, but sustained a good amount of damage that the tours spoke to. And then that was also like our first day of like really hitting the markets. So I'm sure we got some, yeah, we got Blue vice first. for sure. Gluevine for sure. So Gluevine is um, mold wine. And then oh my gosh. First. And then our, yeah, we were so like okay our first sausage like yeah. we were picturing the like on a bun did we see people with it on the bun there i think a lot did. of stand selling sausage so yeah, yeah we probably just didn't order correctly yeah we definitely didn't order correctly that's for sure but i can't yeah. remember if we were just like envisioning something that wasn't going to be the standard or if we just like specific i think that people did have sausages on a bun i'm curious people who, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember for sure, but I just know we were like, so picturing, we were like hungry. We really wanted the sausages on a bun. We like <laughs> knew we were going to nail it with like, it was going to be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but then it was just like, we got it without a bun and we were just like, you know, okay, I'm always, yeah. my favorite analogy these days is like, when I do something dumb, I'm just like clown paint on my face. Like this is only <laughs> my problem. I'm the dumb one here, oh. but that's what it was. We were like, this is good. Like the mustard was good. It was all good. It just, we wanted it to be great and we didn't order great. Yeah. I would say like, maybe we're just used to sausages that have a little more kick to them, that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, really honestly, we probably ordered the worst thing we could have ordered. Yeah. I think there were plenty of better ones. We just like, we're assuming everything was going to be standard. We didn't know what we were ordering. We just did it. And we like, didn't love it, but it was fine. Yeah. Do you remember um, the mustard being good? Am I just saying that? Cause we were excited about it or was really, it good? I think the mustard was like the highlight of yeah. our plate of, okay. of sausage. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we definitely have pictures of that, which is like probably the worst thing to <laughs> it's, <laughs> it is it's, not photogenic. <laughs> yeah. So vice is white, right? So it's like just kind of a pale sausage, <laughs> but thumbs up for the glue vine. Glue vine. It's great. So good. We Winter did a lot this markets. day. So yeah. Okay. So here's this the was a busy day. <laughs> Before we go on to the next activity, do you have um, a question? <laughs> no, I just want to. Oh. This is important for later in the story, but like, so the way the stands would work is they would um, put that you you'd have like normal dishware, um, and you would pay a deposit. So like, if you if you got a two euro sausage, it would cost four euro because two euro is like a deposit on the plate, and you bring the plate back and you get your deposit back. 
Same thing for the mugs, right? So Gluvine came and like- I think it's just the mugs. I don't remember the plates being like that. I specifically remember the, the vice <laughs> versa so plate weird. having a deposit. <laughs> that is so bizarre. Oh. But yes, definitely the mugs. I also think this yeah. is somewhat standard. I think I even asked you this when you said you got um, Gluvine in- London. To a yeah. Christmas market. And- gave us, yeah, I think this is not held out post-COVID, or at least not in London. Um, but the thing about the mugs is they were like each- stand had like a like a 2017 christmas market like design on it so they were yeah and they all had a lot of them had different ones there were some that were like the same but most of them had like different ones there were some really really cute ones yeah and at this point in our trip i think we were like playing out the stands waiting for a mug that we were really excited about and And we were really busy yeah Yeah, (laughs) we had a lot left to do that day so we uh at this point for these blue vine drinks we would return the the mugs and get our deposit back um okay it was so, so fun to get the deposit back <laughs> what <yeah>. a rush <laughs> that's your high okay. for the trip very all good right. call out thank you for saying that yeah yeah all right so then we went to Hofbra house which i'm sure a lot of people have heard heard of um you see the steins all all around and the beer definitely makes it way it's way back to the states um but definitely lived up to the hype i remember just that like People kept being like, you literally don't know any German. We're like, yeah. No, yeah. Just, yeah. But. We were like chatting with some Germans there. Okay. Also quick, something I meant to say before we got into the details is you and I were not trying to learn German going into this trip or anything, obviously. Nice. Like we weren't being unrealistic about like, we knew that there was going to be a lot of English speaking and we knew we probably weren't going to learn too many German words. Like we just, it wasn't a priority for us. We weren't like pretending, but we did. Do yeah, you remember there was like one thing? Five days. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember there was like one thing we were hoping to get out of like one German language related thing we were going to try to do? <laughs> beer I don't know no no we wanted to have somebody like pronounce our name back to us because our last oh, name is German. yes that was a very specific goal yeah no you were 100 maybe the only goal yet. yeah 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 yes did um, we ask these guys that we met at Hofbrau House did we ask them about yeah we, we did, did because yeah. yes no they we were did. just so the first I don't we were yeah. expecting more enthusiasm <laughs> Yeah, they were they were just still like, wow, you don't you don't speak any language other than English. And we're like, you're talking to us right now, right? So whatever. But we did get them to say the name. I just don't remember it being a spectacular moment. I remember wanting yeah. more out of it. Like I yeah, it doesn't matter. But I just yeah. I don't remember what they said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, overall though, fun experience, right? You you like sit at long tables, share with other people serve it in a liter beer which we definitely felt after we stood up um, i and... was very drunk <laughs> yeah um i just gotta remember like running around like not literally running but we were very hurried like fun like later energetic. after yeah. we left like when we left and we we're like going back um, do you city yeah so i remember that but i remember the purpose behind running around do you oh, not remember the purpose? I had to be so yeah, okay, bad. Okay. Like, so I don't, I'm sure you did too. Cause we both drank. So I must've gone to the bathroom at that place multiple times. I probably, yes, we did. Yeah. I must've had more than one of just one of those. I mean, we probably had a beer everywhere we went. First of all, that whole day, but, um, That's true. the glue vine, I might've had more than one of those. Cause I was definitely like, I, I don't remember feeling it that much <laughs> while we were there, but whatever situation happened after we left that place, it's just like cut to me being drunk and needing to pee more than I've ever had to pee in my life. And I do remember that now. 
And then do you remember where we went after that kind of, um, as it started to get dark? I feel like everything in Munich happened this day. Like we went to markets, we went to up to that tower in that church. I remember walking around churches and then we must've gone to Hofbrau house after everything, like the whole walking tour. Yes. And then was it kind of, then like after we left Hofbrau house, we didn't really eat dinner there though. Did we eat yeah, dinner we got, somewhere like, else? We had a pretzel. Yeah, which... We eventually got dinner somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I don't think like I the, remember the that period dinner. between beer yeah. and dinner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so okay. We... When I, when we were like, when I had to pee really bad, I thought it was dark. Yeah. But it, I think this was like winter dark, right? True. Like it okay. was like we had, I honestly remember besides having to be really bad, having a very lovely time walking around, like as it had gotten dark around wherever yes, we were, yeah. like, I remember really liking that walk, but we must have gone to the pink market this night. Yes, we, we did. Okay. okay good call. Yeah, That's yeah. so interesting. Yes. I don't. Yeah. So Christmas. Yeah. I think I must've had like a five minute buzz from what, obviously more than five minutes, but it's like, I was drunk, but I wasn't drunk at the pink market. So no. Yeah. No. Cause we, so we did have to like take a train. It was like in a different yeah. part of the city. So it, it, you know, probably took half an hour or something. After yeah. I think it just felt like there. everything was later. Like it must've just been yeah. early evening when I'm feeling like it was the middle of the night. Yeah. But that's and just what happens when you go to Hopper House in the middle of the day. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> the walking tour really only took a couple hours, honestly. And then we went to Hofbrau House. Yeah. The pink market was so fun. So this was, was so one fun. that I had stumbled upon in the research of planning yeah. everything. Honestly, like most of the things we went to, I feel like were things that you had looked up or at least that we had like looked up together. Like the walking tour was definitely your doing, like whatever. But the pink market was something I had randomly stumbled upon when I was, I think I was Googling like specific Christmas markets, like if there were any special ones. And right. what's see different? What, if I can Google yeah. this now, if it still exists, but it was called Pink Christmas. And pink Christmas, yeah. It was just very unique compared to. So yeah, we had to, it was in a different district, not too far away because it's, everything is pretty close together, but in a different district off the main stretch of market. So it wasn't with like all the main markets by the main landmark. Um, And it was still a Christmas market. It still had stalls and you could buy drinks um, and stuff like that, but it was LGBT themed Christmas. Um, yeah, they had a lot of like pink lights around for ambiance, which is where the pink market comes from. But yeah, were, we like, have a couple of pictures of ourselves um, there too, which are some of my favorite pictures because we're glowing pink. Oh, I should go back with pink <laughs> hair. That'd be so cool. Oh my God. Yes. Honestly, I would definitely go back to Munich. Yeah. Um, so. I would go back to this market too, specifically. But yeah, they had some like performances and stuff going on, but it was just like a um, just a small version of Christmas market with like some more music and dancing and just the particular, um, community vibe. So yeah, that was, I that think was a good find. Stands, that was fun. Yeah. I think the stands had some like unique things that they were selling, but otherwise it was mainly just the energy that was different compared to like the traditional. And I think, um, one thing that surprised us, or I don't, we must've done it going into it, but I didn't, I remember being like a little surprised in the moment is that the Christmas markets don't stay open late. Um, true. And this one was open later, at least. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so this was just like a fun energy you weren't going to get from like the more traditional ones. Um, there were a lot of families though, too. I remember like, it definitely wasn't just like a wild crowd or something like right, that. Yeah, like it was, no, it, it was like very, a rave or anything crazy. Yeah. It was so fun. Um, um, I think if I could 
not to spoil anything, but I feel like if I could choose which mugs we did end up taking, we should have taken the ones from this one. Yeah. There's like, I kind of wish we had just taken all the mugs, which is crazy because like everyone in the world has too many mugs anyway. But there were some good mugs that we had gotten yeah. Glubine in, and the, the ones from this market would have been fun. Um, such but, a whirlwind of a trip. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> it really like, was. Um, but then we did go to a, a different restaurant, which was actually kind of near the market. Oh, um, okay. I actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that being good. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was, it was another place that had good vibes. Um, yes. Lots of good vibes restaurants. Good vibes all around. I mean, when you have good beer, you have good vibes. The vibes are good. The pretzels are mid. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be more Gen Z. <laughs> mid. But oh. uh, we, we definitely had several pretzels in Germany, but I just, Annie ends all the way. Honestly, I'm just I like same. <laughs> like great start, guys. Thanks for for kicking it off. Thanks for giving we us the idea. But yeah, we yeah. That. <laughs> um, all right. So the next day, we had booked a day tour to go look at castles, which was besides the markets, the other like we have to do this yes, in yes, Europe yes, yes. during winter thing. Such a um, good idea. It was it was themed on Ludwig the Second who was born on my birthday um I remember that but that's so fun um what a guy because it you know future sarah please check on this but i'm pretty sure he, he like died on his birthday so oh. one of those like Ooh, um, his death had so many layered details la- honestly yes it, it came up more than once and i was like caught out in the second iteration of when his birthday is in the bell current sarah can fill in here uh he did not die on his birthday Dang. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, all right. So we saw two of his castles. One of them. Wait. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, Rachel. He wasn't even born on your birthday. What? <laughs> Both of those facts were wrong. He's born the day after your birthday. What? I know. Okay. Well, I think our tour guide was wrong because I definitely remember. It Maybe being it's debated. Said. I mean, I am just looking at. Um his wikipedia so future sarah can double fact check in case but Mm. uh sorry to say wow um okay anyway so the first one we went to so yeah we just got on a bus in munich with a tour guide and it would bust us to two castles and then brought us back to munich is is the gist of it but the first castle was linderhof um which was kind of like up in the woods like kind of isolated and it was smaller, but very ornate. Um, a lot of like gilded kind of things. Was, this is the one that was based off of um, the Sun King, Louis the Fourteenth. Um, so you are remembering a lot more details. Or is this all your journal, or did you look up some other? I've got the journal pulled <laughs> up next to me, of course. <laughs> That's impressive, still, because I feel like even the second we left that place, I didn't remember all those details. <laughs> Yeah, no. It was, yeah, yeah. I can picture it for sure though. Yeah. But yeah, so that one was was like a smaller out in the country um castle, but still like very, very well like decorated and done up on the inside. And then we stopped in a village. Wait, before the, the village, I just want to paint the picture of this stop too. Like, I don't think there was any snow on the ground in Munich when we like the previous no. two days yeah but when we went out here there was it was very snowy so this first stop on that tour um 
was like a winter wonderland. So all our pictures from there are just like very snowy. We're all bundled up, um, which obviously continues through this day, but it was just like a really, that's even more so why it was such a good like addition to our agenda to go on this little day trip yeah especially since but I was, it was living in Florida yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah. okay so then yeah we went to that little yeah. village and this oh, I can't wait, wait can I wait can I remember the name uh or can I try to remember Ober Emmergau Ober yes, Emmergau <laughs> yep yep we stopped at Oberammergau um on the way to the next castle uh and it's just like a cute little village Definitely it's got like some touristy stuff, knows who's going through it. But the main thing that it's known for is that it does passion plays every decade where like the village people will build a cross and they carry it up. There's like a mountain and um, an overlook point on a cliff that they they carry it up in a recreation of the Passion of Christ in their village uh, in Germany, uh, in, in Bavaria. So that happens every decade and future Sarah, I, I want to say, so I think the, the last one was 2021 and I feel like it was, it's something that was on the tens. So I'm wondering if it got oh. canceled in 2020 and rescheduled. So like now we've rebased the decade mark. All right. I'll have her check. <laughs> yeah. Future Sarah here. This is a fun one. So the 2020 passion play, yes, it was supposed to be in 2020 and I actually, before fact-checking this on the internet, found a picture that we took of the poster for the 2020 Passion Play, so that's pretty fun. Um, But yeah, so it was rescheduled until 2022. It happened in October of 22, apparently. And it looks like the next one will be in 2030, so it's not like they readjusted the years or anything. But 2020 was not the only one that has been on the off year, like messed up or anything like that. So it's actually really not that crazy dramatic. Cute, yeah, so cute village. And then we went to Neuschwanstein, which if anybody Neuschwanstein. <laughs> I think I don't know how Neuschwanstein. Oh Neuschwanstein. Yeah. it's definitely the most everyone not everyone knows it. I yeah. don't think I knew it before we were planning this, but it's very popular and uh everyone has seen a picture of it probably, yeah. whether you know it this or not. This is the one that inspired inspired Disney for his Disney logo. That's what um, they say. I don't know that I'm, I don't I mean, know. Does that feel that spectacular? Like it must be true. Sure. But it's not like it looks like a spitting image of the Disney castle. Right. But inspiration doesn't have to be a recreation. Sure. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, sorry. There's just, yeah. I have like a thousand facts that I love about Neuschwanstein and it's, that one's just not as exciting to me. <laughs> yeah. But this one was definitely bigger, grander, and literally down the street from the castle that his parents built. Um, Ludwig was kind of like, definitely crazy and one of the things was building a castle down the street from his parents castle um but in this one he built like a whole like concert hall like banquet hall that he never intended for anybody to be in because he was like deep into his agoraphobia by this point yeah and didn't want people to see him even like his dining table in that castle could be lowered down to the kitchen so that his staff could put food on it and then hoist it back up to him so he didn't have to even see anybody to like eat his food he was like didn't want to see anybody didn't want to leave his his house like you know deep into his illness by by the time that this castle was being completed Um, wasn't um part of the description of the concert hall was it for plays that he imagined isn't that yeah he yeah he would like they describe him sitting there 
watching an imaginary performance um, like that was the plan all along uh yeah like he never intended for people to be there yeah right and it was all very much inspired by Wagner like he had a deep obsession for the composer Wagner he he actually like sponsored him too like they they had actually interacted but um it was very much like an obsession so quirky but really beautiful um that was a fun walk up and it does have like you know iconic castle type towers and stuff like that yeah it was it's like hard to get good pictures of it there's like most things in life you know you're you seeing it in real life is better than seeing a picture of it but this one truly is like hard for most random like people looking at it to get a good picture because you're just directly below it like taking a picture up and we could see it as we were like arriving the way we could see it in the like mountain was so beautiful but you can't really get a good picture of that at least not with like a really without a really good camera so google has the best pictures we can probably post the pictures we have of it but google has the best pictures of it it's just so beautiful but the inside is really really spectacular. I mean, it's just lavish is definitely the the main word people use, but there's a lot of words to describe that place. Yeah, for sure. This is like, I would rec- I would absolutely recommend this tour to anybody. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I love like a bus tour of places. I did that when I was in Ireland too, which is like where I fell in love with that form of travel. It's, it's cheesy, but it's so efficient and like a good use of time and money. But like touring this castle is definitely a worthwhile thing. And yeah. the drive there was so pretty. Like, oh yeah, just yeah. along the Alps. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing about it was the, the tour guide. It was like, she had perfect English but like there's just some tone stuff that didn't translate like just to like the way you're used to speaking as an American so there was this one time in particular she was trying to get everybody to come back together to to move on you know to the the tour inside the castle and she was like you have to come here now (laughs) so like sounds very abrasive to an American but to a German it's just like it's a statement of fact you have to come now the tour is gonna go (laughs) um okay do you was the concert hall your favorite part of the palace or did you have any other details you were going to add? Um, do you, or do you have I a guess, guess as to what my favorite part is? Um, the cave room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was like his closet, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy too. Cause like what year would that have been? So like the 1860s or something. 18, sorry, yeah. Uh, um, and the, like the technology of the cave room was just like absurdly. I'm like, who made this in the 1860s or seventies or whatever that was. Yeah. Like I it, I've Googled this before, but, um, I'll try to see if I can find a good picture on Google, but it's just like, it was just really like truly inspired by a cave was what the closet was constructed to look like, but there were like colored lights in certain spots and yeah. there was like detail and 3d like it was just crazy i was just like this is not real like no, it reminded somebody... me of the 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 tower in guts that you have to <laughs> do you remember that competition show yes. <laughs> yeah that's yeah, so like... i was gonna say it does seem like something that maybe would be in like a theme park or something but yeah on a nickelodeon game show that is the perfect explanation of what this looks like it does not look like something in a palace from 1870 and I think it was inspired by a, a set design from one of the the Wagner operas, I think. Mm, yeah, that sounds right. I just remember like when when those doors were like, I feel like my life is split into pre-pink hair and post-pink hair, but also pre-seeing that cave <laughs> <laughs> room and posting like, like when it happened, I was just like, am I being punked right now? This is so interesting. And everybody's talking like it's a little bit interesting, but it is so interesting. <laughs> 
But yeah, no, I, I remember like we, we like had started to look into some, like, how do we get to the, the castles? And we like, there was a point of pride that we didn't want to sign up for a tour guide. Right. But it was like, that was the easiest way to do it. Yeah. We as saw far so as much. just getting yeah. places too, like, I don't know, that bus was just going to be easier than like trying to find a different form of transportation that didn't come along with a tour guide. Yep. For sure. For sure. Also, this is right. where we met some Australian friends, I think. We didn't yeah. talk to them that much, but a little bit, right? Or were they, we just yeah, eavesdropping? They were, doing, they were doing like a European tour and they, I think they had just left Iceland or about to go to Iceland. Oh, yeah. To the Northern Lights, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was cool. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't uh, remember too many details of that, but I remember talking to them on the bus a little bit. Okay. Then the next day we is when we grabbed the train to go to Salzburg which was a lovely train ride I think I think what we like is transportation you know what I mean like yeah all this travel is just just to get the trains planes and automobiles (laughs) (laughs) well it's especially I think we just appreciate it so much in Europe especially like this is such a good example of it being convenient too but it's it's kind of our downtime, I guess, yeah. like when we're sitting on a train or sitting on a bus or whatever. And so it's some of the more peaceful memories of a trip too, is like, we're sitting there talking, not like in the middle of doing anything more exciting, yeah. but yeah, for this trip, it's like the transportation was like so key in it because it's what enabled us to do so much. And we just like appreciated it so much for its efficiency, but like, also we just had a lot, like it, it allowed us to like get a lot of good views in and stuff too. So yeah, like, absolutely. Again, just along too. the Alps. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the most Susan quality about us is our love of trains. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we got there and we got the, so Salzburg has this pass that will like get you into multiple museums um, and for us in particular, the cable car. Um, So we went ahead and got that, which made it super easy to get around town because we only had like 24 hours there. Um, And we went to like a really famous cafe that's 300 years old and got hot chocolate and um, a strudel and I I don't I remember it being thick, but I don't remember it being like Italian pudding thick. Yeah, I've never had anything that that that's that thick. I can confidently yeah. say so. It certainly wasn't, but it was definitely like very rich. Yeah, um, yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah, I feel like it was in like kind of a fancy like. I'm picturing the hot chocolate mugs from um, the Santa Claus. <laughs> Not yeah. quite like that, but something like a little bit more ornate. <laughs> I, I remember being China, but um, actually, yeah, I might yeah. be thinking of the, we got another hot chocolate the next day, I think. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, but yeah, that China sounds right. That place yeah. was very fancy. Like, I feel like we could barely afford, we very could afford fancy. like exactly what we ordered. Yeah. And nothing well, more. And we, we missed the, the dessert cart the first time. Like she came by and asked us if we wanted anything. We were kind of confused and we didn't say anything. And then we like flagged her down later for the strudel and she gave the biggest eye roll I've ever witnessed. <laughs> If you were, if there was like one picture from our time in Salzburg that stood out to you, can you think of maybe, I guess it's two pictures really when you think about it, but one feature in a picture. Uh, do you mean literal pictures that we have or like if I yeah, could, yeah, if yeah. my brain could, okay. Um, that ball with the man on it. Yes. The dome. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So this was our first time walking by, by that, but um, the big gold ball <laughs> uh, which we saw from the, on this day we saw it from like right by it right like in the town um, we saw it from then, both 
sorry, we saw it in the same, I have pictures from the exact same angle, but the two different days, the difference was the fog. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking of looking down on it from the cable. I think we also bar. did that. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. the fortress, probably. Yeah, we, 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 we went up and yeah. down a good amount. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fortress was fun. So we uh, just kind of, sorry, just to back up a little bit. We we basically arrived in Salzburg and just kind of were walking around. Yeah. Right? We did we check into our Airbnb in, yeah. first or just start? What? I don't think so. I think no, we just start which maybe out. was another reason they were giving us eyes at the uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sh- yeah. And that's part, I feel like it was just too fancy for us in our current state. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would go back there Not now. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fancy adult now. Yeah. I can do this, but uh, I have rolling um, luggage now. <laughs> oh no, we, we left our luggage at the train station. Okay. That's I what we did. Yeah. Cause we got a locker. Salzburg's cute. Everything's really close. so cute. Yeah. yeah. It, it's really gorgeous. I would go back there too. Honestly, I feel like we, so we had like slightly more than 24 hours. We did not have yeah. two days. I would say you could definitely spend a few more days than we spent there, but we did a lot in the time we had, like we didn't like totally miss out, but it yeah, is a little yeah. blurry to me. Like, I think I don't fully know what was which day. So maybe your journal will yeah. understand because yeah. When did well, we have and we bread? went back to, yeah. So the, we walked by the monastery that makes the 700 year old bread recipe or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I don't think we, I think we walked uh, we by. Did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we did get it this day. Yeah. I can picture walking by it when we were going up to the fortress. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Such you're, a ridiculous you're exactly right. We were just like, you want to go to the fortress? Like, yeah, <laughs> fortress. Yes. Yeah. On our way so to the fortress, we got some bread, which I think <laughs> is where the beginning of your Cerrado. I'd love to. Story arc. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, it would be very rewarding for me to go back now that I have bread as my personality, but (laughs) I can't say that this was the beginning. So 700 year old monastery with some bread that they're famous for. Got some of that, walked up to the fortress. The fortress like looks down on the city and there was some fog. So you like, you couldn't see on like the other side of the river, but you could still like see down and and stuff on it. Um, It was a really cool level of fog. Our pictures from that are really cool. Yes. Yeah, no, it was, it was a good sight. Very like um, epic looking. <laughs> yeah. It's gorgeous. I would like, I would turn one of these pictures into like a puzzle or a postcard or something. Oh, for sure. Then we went back to the Airbnb, picked up our bags from the train station to the Airbnb, checked in, dropped our stuff off. Uh, and then we went out for dinner. And this is my favorite meal of the trip. We got that goulash. Yeah. Cause you know, Austria is pretty close to Hungary. It was like definitely the best spiced dish of the trip. <laughs> um, but that was, that was really tasty. Uh, we also got Rattlers there, which was fun. Yes. That was our first time having Rattlers. Yes. Yeah. So that was, that was it. Yeah. That was, that I was remember like, really like good vibes to that place. Yeah. Good vibes, yeah. So many good vibes. Yeah. Did we go to markets just the next day then? Cause we also went to markets in Salzburg. We did a lot of the same. We like, we walked from a lot of the same places, but yeah, we kind of just circled Salzburg a couple times. I feel like yeah. everything was just like walking around and it was just where we stopped when that's different. Yeah. But the next day was when we walked around like the palace grounds and. Oh, the um, we went- like sound of music. Yes. Place, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and when we went to another fancy cafe and got um, like a chocolate cake. Yeah. Um, so fancy. We picked the fanciest good. places on. Yeah. On this they had really good tea spot. in this town. I definitely yeah. remember like this was a trip for oh, tea. Oh, wait. For sure. Are you talking about the fancy cafe where I was picturing the uh, Santa Claus style mugs? Or are you talking about the like brunchish place we went to? 
I remember being like the brunchers place. Okay. Um, I liked that place was cool. That was fun vibes. Um, okay. Cause that was the first place we got. Oh no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, you're right. Okay. So brunchers place is I'm talking about the fancy place. Okay. Okay. So first we brunchers place. I'm just remembering. Yeah. yeah, And I'm saying brunch. Cause I think it, it just stands. It, it had the vibe of like a trendy American city brunch place. Um, I think we probably went early for breakfast. Yeah. No, it was, wait, sorry. What was it? 2020. It was it's called, it's called 220 grad, which I think is latitude. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think like gradient. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I wrote down that we got eggs on basil bread. Yeah. Eggs with basil bread. Oh, that toast. was good. Um, and, and we, yeah, we it was got, our first was time like having coffee because we were determined to yeah. have coffee. I don't think either of us is like coffee drinkers enough that we were drinking coffee every morning of this trip, but we were determined to have coffee in Salzburg because it's apparently a coffee city. And we bought Joe coffee from there. One of us did for I probably me for oh, Christmas present. Yeah. Because <laughs> again, yeah. we're at like December 23rd here. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I remember getting a bag of coffee from there. So maybe a future Joe can tell us if he remembers or liked that coffee. Nice. <laughs> Ooh, that place man, was we fun did vibes. so much. We yeah. really did. So we, yeah. we got coffee there. We, at some point that morning had walked by the, the, um, big sphere thing with the guy on it again. Yeah. We, at some we point we got that second picture. Yeah. Um, yeah, this we went to the, the fancier we place with the chocolate cake or whatever. Yeah. And this is also the day we went to the catacombs. Um, and this was when we went up in the Cable car, right? Cable car. How did yes. we literally, okay, I'm looking at the and, timeline. <laughs> like I said, the Schloss Gardens. Yeah. Yeah. We must have. What okay. time was our train? <laughs> our train was at like 6 p.m. or something. Damn. Ugh, Not even. Damn. No, the train. It was like afternoon that are like, okay, when I said brunch, this must have been at 6 a.m. Because I don't yeah, know how yeah. we all in. We also Update. went to some we other shops. Yeah. We went to some other shops near um the brunch, what we're calling brunch place. I remember yeah, we went we to did. like a we tea shop in. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> wow, wow. We were really go, go, go. That The cable this car is- too, I feel like was a long, you know, that must have been a couple hours. <laughs> Yeah. thing because yeah. we had to get out to where you are where you get on it we go, waited in line we got on it we there was a line oh because there was a really funny sign down. i don't remember yeah. what, what we thought was so funny but there was a well sign what we like thought a- was funny was the um it was like a red light green light situation but for a walking line and the guy on the red light or the walking guy just looked so silly but i think okay, it's actually yeah. a common thing in europe i don't think that that's unique to where we were but it was the first time i'd seen it but wow we did a lot yeah and that oh my gosh sorry we're just really jumbled the this. power of the excel honestly because we, we had <laughs> so many of these activities like planned not not to the minute but we like had a rough outline i mean it had day. to have been for yeah. this day i have yeah. on here okay because on my excel i have it color-coded by what town we were in and I have on here that we had dinner in Munich that day. Like that we, we did. And we, we went had, back to the market. We had a train back. Yeah. And this oh. was. Okay. We planned so to go is, back to the market. Yeah. <laughs> we went, we like saw the markets, but we're like, let's go get dinner. So we walked like quickly through the markets, went to get dinner. This is where I got the pretzel soup with the raw egg in it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Before we get too deep into this, is there anything else from Salzburg that we're skipping over? Because I feel like we've brushed past oh, we a lot. So much. Yeah. Um, great cafes. Yeah, yeah, the catacombs we kind of briefly mentioned. They like that was really cool. Was, uh, uh, yeah, one of the the like super super old churches had like kind of in the cave catacombs. Um, that we walked I think through. we had. Did we have a walking tour stuff of that too in the book? I feel like a lot of these, a lot of the cafes and restaurants and all that did come yeah. from the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm I'm sure this was on like a top thing to to do. 
Um, and then, yeah, the cable car, like I, we literally went up into the clouds and had like ice accumulating. So it was like super snowy at the the overlook, like no seeing the city really. Yeah. But oh, it was so, so like, cool. cool it was up. really yeah. cold up there. I feel like. And um, yeah. yeah, it like iced over well, as we went up, the car was like icing over around yeah. us basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you remember like, that dog? I remember the dog. The dog was sure. so yeah. cute. Just staring at it. We have like a picture of this random dog. Just like, yeah. he looked so cool. So ready for his moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so then we like sprint, I'm sure, to the train and maybe we got we our, our luggage stuff. again. Yeah, I think we had put, put it back. back yeah, maybe yeah. we did it twice because we definitely had our luggage there. Yeah. Also, we didn't say anything about our Airbnb here, but it was like, there's not much to say. It was very simple. Yeah, was we like really, we obviously yeah. barely went there. Um, a place to sleep. Yeah, yeah it was like a, an apartment Jeez. Airbnb kind of thing. I remember it being kind of weird, but it suited yeah. the purpose. It was fine. But yeah, so we got the train back to Munich and this was going to be our last night there. We were like catching a flight in the morning. So we walk quickly through markets, go to our restaurant, get super raw egg, um, have a few beers there. And then we're like, all right, now it's time to get our mug. We're finally going to like have one last glue vine and keep the mug from it. But this is what, Christmas Eve Eve? Yeah, it was December 23rd. Yeah. And as we mentioned earlier, the markets closed earlier than you would think. Yep. So. <laughs> and so we like we're walking through, we see where all these stands are because the market, they're like wooden stalls. They're not like rundown state fair type stalls. They're really nice, cute, wooden constructed stalls, but they're all shuttered up and closed. And we find like this one stall, it's still selling. It's like on the outskirts of the whole market area too. It's like basically, it's like the, (laughs) the like 24 seven, even though it's not even 24 seven, it's just the like more like scrappy, like here's for you losers who thought you were going to get to go to a market. Exactly. The very edge of the street. Yeah. Um, and so we kept the mugs from that, but we, we weren't in love with them. Yeah. I I'm happy to have those mugs. They do say like, they are the like most commercial souvenir ones if yes. that makes sense like they they were yeah. this was not the only place that had those mugs um they had the year on it like it was definitely the classic one but there were just so many more unique ones that we could have gotten that we'd had yeah. before and just returned for the thrill yeah. of the <laughs> of the euro yep and then we the airbnb was this is my favorite um airbnb review i've ever received <laughs> We, this was like a whirlwind Airbnb situation. It was not really that good of a choice, but it was fine. I think we were pretty limited at this because obviously we weren't going back to the same Airbnb. We had left the other one. Um, we just needed a pre-airport night to sleep. I think we picked a place that was closer to the airport. Maybe it was either more in the city, definitely a different spot than we were in before. It was there was something weird about the check-in. There was a lot of weird details with like who we thought we were meeting versus who we met. And we had, it was like in a shared place, I think like it was a confusing place. It was everybody we were interacting with was perfectly nice. Like it was perfectly safe. There were just like a lot of confusing moments, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And we were just like, whatever, we just need to sleep. I don't, I don't care. But the review I received from this (laughs) Airbnb, let me see if I can pull it up in like two seconds because it's just so funny. Um, we were met by, I think, the host's girlfriend. Does that sound right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Whoever we met Maybe was not mom. the person <laughs> I had interacted with, nor was it the person who left this review. <laughs> but the person who I was interacting with, like I was also interacting with like via messaging, like on like WhatsApp or something during the check-in process at some point. Like we were not like left completely out to dry. It was just confusing and weird. Yeah. Um, 
but the review, <laughs> I may not find it quickly enough, but the review was like, Sarah was a great guest, like would have her again, whatever. But it was like, Sarah and her father and daughter were great guests. <laughs> What? <laughs> just fully got the details wrong no idea where it came from yeah. glad it was a good review and not that he got me mixed with somebody else and said bad things about me but he was just confidently right. saying that I had a father and daughter with me on this trip oh boy yeah I think the flight was not as early as I am remembering it to be but I remember waiting w- at the train stop and eating Pringles yep 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 yeah. That's where we have the picture of uh, us with our boots. The, the, we wore our Sperry True. boots this whole trip. We didn't, pa- neither of us packed a second pair of shoes. We, we, I have on here on the schedule. So some of these details I think were filled in after the trip, but most of them were filled in before the trip with planning. But I have on here by mom, a magnet on December 24th, like as the pre-flight thing, I guess for everyone's awareness, our mom collects magnets. Um, so we always buy her magnets when we go on trips of like, a Munich magnet or whatever. I think we bought her a magnet earlier in the trip. Like, yeah, I think we did. We'd been like, we've been looking for it. I think we put it on there. I think we just put it on there, but yeah, exactly. No, we definitely did. Um, we got like the pretzel one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have a high, low Buffalo? Oh, I didn't think about this. I think I've been kind of saying them along. Yeah. I, I guess I think my, oh, it's too hard to pick a high. There are so many different ones. I think that the castle tour is an easy one where I'm just yeah. like, I'm so glad we did that. And it's like images, yeah. even though we didn't take pictures of any of those things we mentioned, it's images. I'll just always have. Yeah. Um, and a, a thing I'm so glad we did. And it was like outside of the, I don't know. It was like outside of the rest of the trip of just being in the cities. And I'm really proud of us for backpacking in as much as we did, but that's one that I'm just like, so glad we knew to prioritize. Um, so that's probably my high, but Salzburg might, in general, was just like it's one of my favorite Salzburg. cities I've ever been to. So that's like yeah. a secondary general high. Yeah. Low. Oh wait, no, you do your high. It might be Neuschwanstein, but I have to say the beer. The beer was delightful. Yeah. Yeah. It made up for the verst. <laughs> yeah. And we just became such like German beer gals after that. Like I, I mean, They're I still really reach good. for German beers ever, like you know, for fun lots of times, but it was just like, a, I know I wouldn't normally have like drank German beers before, but like right. certainly the months after getting back from that trip, we were always like looking for German beers for sure. Um, okay. My low, this is like a fun little fact, I guess, or at least for me, a fun little way that my memory might work is that I feel like a lot of the small annoyances have escaped me. Like I can't remember that many things that I didn't love. Same. Um, yeah. And maybe this is because Obviously, if you had like a major horrible thing go wrong, that would stand out as a memory. And I don't yeah. think we had anything to that degree. Stand by um, for crew. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, yeah, no, I had a hard time thinking of it as well. I, I put down the just the raw egg in the soup. Yeah. Even that was fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you loved that. You're, that you're is like, not for me, but... <laughs> You were like, you won't. I was like, hold my beer. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't. We just got this pretzel soup and didn't understand why there was an egg in it. And Rachel just ate it anyway. I was like, okay. (laughs) But yeah, I definitely, we were also very tired at that point. I think that was besides the first day, the most tired we were. Um, I think the, the quality of 
pretzels is my low. I think I was just like leading up to this trip. I was like, I can't believe I'm going to finally get to have a German soft pretzel. Like what a highlight of my life that's going to be. And what a low light of the trip. I mean, truly, seriously, it was fun to try them, but I just, I'm never going to crave that. I'm going to crave the pretzels that I could make myself right now more than I could crave any one that we had there. So that's not that bad of a low. That's a great, uh, I think if we had obviously had this debrief right after that trip, we'd probably have a lot of random things that were lows. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. A little frustrations. Yeah. Um, Buffalo for me, this is the pink, pink Christmas. Um, and one of the things I love about it is that you're the one who found it too. Like, I, I really like that. And I like, I'm trying to think, I'm pretty sure like at this point we hadn't had a conversation about like my dating life or anything like that. Oh yeah. So I think from that, that aspect, it was fun that this was like something you're like, this looks cool. Let's go do that. <laughs> and like, you know, it meant a lot to me for sure. But I, yeah, I, I just, I, I think that was like a really fun point, like just in our sisterhood too, like that being kind of the start of celebrating the, that kind of like LGBT community events. Even though that's I've cool, I drag drag show. Yeah. <laughs> well, I definitely never knew that. Um, I had not thought about it in that way, so I'm glad that that meant so much to you because I feel like it meant a lot to me in just random fun ways. But I'm glad that it had like that extra level of meaning. Buffalo, honestly, my buffalo is probably whatever this hazy memory of like running through the streets a little bit drunk from a lot of beer and yeah. needing to pee so bad. <laughs> I think that's, I, I wish I remembered if you needed to pee with me or not, or if it was just me. Cause I kind of feel like it, it was definitely, at least I felt like it was more me than you. Like one of yeah, those there things was of like, you don't understand what I'm going through right now. <laughs> um, I like, I have just like flashing images of that and it really doesn't make sense as far as like what time of day it must've been, or even where we were. Like, I really don't know where we were. I think I remember like other people walking and us like, I, it just was a really fun moment that I don't really remember details. From. Yeah. It's um, a rush. Yeah. Yeah. A real rush. But yeah. What a fun trip. I'm just so, I'm so glad we did it. I'm so glad that we like, this was definitely the first time of us deciding we were going to prioritize traveling together. This was my f- yeah. second international trip I'd ever taken at all. And it I was just like, well. no third trip. Okay. Yeah. It was just a clear, like, you know, we don't live in the same state anymore. This was the first year that that was true. And, um, you know, we're growing up and we have a little bit of money and we have a little bit of time and this is how we're going to do it. And I, it's just like, so cool that that's turned into, like, I feel like we talk about our traveling together as if we've done it a thousand times and that's really not true. Um, but it is something we've both just been like, we've taken care to prioritize or decided that it's something we really like to do. So like, we know that it's a core part of our like relationship as sisters, regardless of how many times it's actually happened. Yeah, absolutely. And even just like the Excel itself is so much fun. (laughs) Just the structure behind it. Yeah. Yeah, I was joking, but maybe not joking that I think we need to do a little episode where we just like walk through how we plan trips in Excel. Yeah, absolutely. A very much me thing. Yeah. (laughs) I swear I'm not type A, but some of the facts about me really would <laughs> beg to differ. But yeah, yeah, I've done this for lots of trips. Since. This isn't the first time I did it. It won't be the last, but yeah, no. Um, the convenience for getting around, the amount of things to do and see, um, especially that time of year, like I would 100% recommend Munich and definitely stop in Salzburg and definitely go to castles. Like 
do what we did. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't change. I think if we went again, it would be obviously important to do different things or spend it differently just because there's no need to repeat a trip. That would just be begging for like disappointment. But I think we just like really nailed it for the decisions we made at the time and like how to spend the time. And I'm, it also wasn't like, it wasn't the next place on my list. I had only been to Ireland and Scotland at this point. And it, it, I was not like, Oh, the next place I'm going to go is Germany. But we really like, we just sat down and thought about what would make sense for the time. And we just like really planned a trip accordingly, which I think was a good call. It was very different than where I had been previously. And it was like, so cool. And again, like lots of English, we didn't have a lot of hurdles. Like I really can't think of any, like besides just us acting like tourists, which obviously was going to happen no matter where we were. Um, and us going Salzburg places that were summer. fancier. That's, yeah. I would definitely go back to Salzburg. Yeah. Like, me yeah. too. Yeah. Anyway, great trip. Yes. I am even more impressed now looking back on it. <laughs> I know. I can't. I, this, that second Salzburg day, I'm not making oh, sense of. Man. Maybe we went, I, it, I, it doesn't add up to me how much we did. <laughs> I like really would have thought we had like three days in Salzburg based on what we had done, but it was not two. Um, and I'm sure like once or twice we felt a little rushed, but I don't remember like being very stretched yeah. out in each moment that I'm like, not even like enjoying the experience of going to these places. Like I yeah. really think we experienced each activity yeah, um, and then moved on. You know, I think we had, yeah, all, like, I feel well, like if when we I get to it. Yeah. Each, when we were rattling off all the things we did, I have a full picture of like, I feel like we we really did it. Like we were in those gardens, like we were walking around those catacombs. I feel like I remember everything being like as slow as it needed to be. I don't feel rushed at all. Um, I think this also like there's discussions to be had about this, but I do think that this particular trip is a really good example of where planning ahead can really do you some favors. Cause we wouldn't have been able to do all those things if we didn't already know where we had to be when, and like what we were trying to do. I think we probably would have done like half the stuff in Salzburg and we would have spent some time sitting around that we didn't. And like, that would have been good too. Like there's obviously an argument to be made for spontaneity. I also think we would have been open to spontaneity if we needed. I think if we had seen something in front of us that sounded better than we would have done it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, and I do think that's where like the plus side of not having a computer in your pocket in that particular moment. Yeah, we could just like- Sure, we were not wasting time sitting on our phones. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, I just think that like we couldn't have done anywhere near as much as we did without planning to this level of detail. And I think this is a good use case for that type of trip planning. I don't think every trip requires that, but I think this one benefited a lot from it. Um, And it was, it's good to like- we were also on the same page a lot about a lot of things. Yeah. This is like also a good example of how we travel well together. I don't remember being annoyed with each other or anything. There's no time for it. <laughs> yeah. We probably had micro moments of that, but I don't remember yeah. anything. Yeah. So it, it works a lot. It works well that we agreed on everything too, obviously, or that we had like yeah. talked about it in advance and knew what we were doing and stuff like that. But um, I also think like there were moments of, yes, we had it all planned out, but like, the, like the walking tour, for example, I was like along for the, I knew that we were going to be doing that. And then you were like leading it. And I feel like the same was true for some of the things that I had picked. It's like, we both knew like the basics of what the thing was going to be, but then like in depth, we got to obviously experience it on the spot or the other person knew more about it going into it or whatever, which is fun. Good trip. Good memories. Great memes. Now I want to go back (laughs) more than I did before, but yeah, this is fun to reflect. I 
I think the only thing I would change is take more pictures. And I think it'd be hard to change that without having less fun. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Now I, let's book it. Let's do it again. <laughs> Next Christmas. Cool. cool. Right. Thanks for reflecting. This was fun. Yeah. I hope everyone's excited to hear about Peru because yeah, that was going to be a very different debrief when we get to that. <laughs> <laughs> very true. <laughs> Wildly different. Cool. Say similarity being a crunch timeline, but yeah, that's very how we operate. Hurdles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you have a good week. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye. We have, sorry, I'm getting distracted looking at the Airbnb <laughs> options. There's something that we just put ha 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 as the name of the Airbnb. <laughs> I'm going to click on the link. Oh, oh I hope it's okay. still live. Yeah. Um, no, it's gone. I, I'll never know. Um, 